Welcome to the Relevant Faith Journey Podcast. My name is Sharon. I'm so glad that you took just a few minutes out of your day to join me and to listen. I love to think deep thoughts and tell stories about the faith journey. The goal is that together we might learn to be better humans. This episode is a Throwback Thursday titled, When I Think About the Lord. If you enjoy this podcast, please take a minute to leave a review or rating and share it with a friend. You can also connect with me at my website, relevantfaithjourney.com, or on Facebook, Sharon.faith, or on Instagram, at SharonRelevantFaith. My deep thoughts need a little time to marinate this week, so I dug into my files from way back when and decided to do a hashtag throwback Thursday. I was thinking of something around Christmas or Advent, but instead I landed on Lent. Out of place? Well, maybe. Nonetheless, the story still resonates. This particular piece was written February 27th, 2007. I was in my last semester of seminary. I was more of a mess than I realized. I thought maybe I was a tortured artist or something. Turns out I was just beyond exhausted. I had gone to the registrar the semester before, ready to drop out. Just for fun, I asked. How many units would I need to finish an MA in Intercultural Studies instead of a Master's of Divinity I had been working towards? Eight credits. I could do eight credits. I would graduate, barely. I would also recover. I wasn't prepared for all that would come next, and that's okay. It's in those places when I was unprepared, scared, and challenged beyond my capabilities that I learned and grew the most from 2007, When I Think About the Lord. Today was one of those rare, perfect days when I wanted to throw open all the windows and let the sunshine spill in, the kind of day that demands I sing as loud as I possibly could. I think it might have been the 12 hours of blissful sleep that I had last night. Yesterday, I came home from work sick. Nothing makes you appreciate breathing like a head cold. Now I'm sitting in a coffee house, sipping in the last few drops of the pink sunset, There's rain and snow in tomorrow's forecast, so I have to be content to savor this last taste of spring. Mother Nature is such a tease. Sure, I'll miss scraping ice from my car, but I think I'm ready to put my coat in the closet for a few months. This morning at Seminary Chapel, I looked up at the banner hanging on the wall. It was colored Lenten purple, a simple rendering of the cross and crown of thorns. The caption read, Follow Me. I've been thinking about Lent and how to prepare my congregation to celebrate Easter. What does it mean to follow Christ in this journey to the cross? With my life as scattered as it has been, I'm not sure I'm quite ready for all of that. While in college, I led worship for a church 30 minutes away. Waking up before noon feels like a struggle most days, but I had to be up at 6 a.m. on Sunday morning to make it to band practice. I had this recurring nightmare that wasn't far from reality. I would wake up at church Right when the service was supposed to start, I hadn't picked music, practiced, or put together the PowerPoint. Most of the time I was wearing my clothes, or at least my pajamas, but not always. I hated being unprepared, feeling panicked. Even now, I rarely play in public without practicing. I hate being in front of people with the level of anxiety that lack of preparation seems to bring. Regardless of my passion for preparedness, I rarely am. I seem to run between 15 and two days late behind the rest of the world. I can't remember the last time I felt quote-unquote caught up. How is it that my whole life manages to sneak up on me all at once? I think this is the first winter out of the four I've spent in Kansas City that I wasn't paralyzed with fear at the thought of driving in the snow. In fact, thanks to a short lesson from my friend Derek last winter, I've gotten pretty good at it. 
I remember the first time I drove in the snow. I learned to drive in Hawaii and went to college in San Diego. Needless to say, snow was a foreign thing to me. It was Thanksgiving of my sophomore year at Point Loma. I took the long route home to Reno through Sacramento because my roommate's boyfriend, John, rode with me. I had to drop him off at his family's house. I knew it was supposed to snow and I would have to cross Donner Pass to get home. That's right, the same Donner Pass where people got stuck and ate each other. I was afraid if I stayed the night in Sacramento, the pass would close and I wouldn't make it home for the holiday. I had purchased some tire chains. John, his dad, and brother gave me a quick lesson on how to put them on. It was after dark when I got to the top of the mountain. My poor little 86 Honda Accord was having idle problems. Thankfully, I had figured out that if I left the AC on, it would be in overdrive rather than stall out every time I stopped. When I got up the mountain and saw the snow, I got nervous. I was even more afraid when I realized I'd have to put chains on. I managed to get them hooked up and put the binder thingies on as tight as I could. I drove slow with both hands holding white knuckled to the steering wheel. Then there was this resistance, like my wheels just wouldn't go. And all of a sudden, the car lurched forward and started the loudest knocking noise I had ever heard in my life. I called my parents. My dad told me to pull over. I checked the chains. One of the latches had gotten stuck and broken off when I punched the gas. The only thing I had to put it back together with was a hair tie. So I threaded and tied the rubber band around the two ends and it worked. But it was still knocking and banging. I got out and tried again to tighten them, but couldn't. It was cold and I was scared and tired from being on the road all day. I wondered if I would ever get home. I called home for the fourth time and my dad was in the shower. My mom said he threw the phone at her and said, you talk to her, I can't handle this. I think my dad was more traumatized than I was, feeling helpless that his poor little girl, his only daughter, having to forge her way over the cruel mountain. My mom was comforting, but little help. I hung up the phone and pulled over once again. About that time, an orange truck passed by, and seeing that I was in trouble, stopped to offer assistance. It was the Caltrans man. He leaned over my wheels and began to jerk the binders tight. His belly hung out over the front side of his pants, and his crack caught wind on the back. Chilly. It worked. He put me back on the road. The soft snowfall slowed. The road turned black and began to dry. I made it over the pass. I pulled over to the side of the road and cut my hair tie off with a car key, prompting my dad to purchase a Leatherman pocket knife for me at Christmas. Love you, Dad. The trip should have taken two hours, but that night it took four. When I told my mom about the Caltrans man, she smiled and said she had prayed that God would send me an angel. He did. I drew a hot bath. And as the tension eased, I realized how peaceful it was to know such a simple thing. God sends angels in orange trucks with the cracks hanging out. If I would have known what was ahead, I don't know if I would have started the journey. But once I got there, once I made it home, it felt so good. I felt strong and able, like I could go anywhere. If we know we are headed for the cross, why would anyone choose to follow? There's no promise that the way will be easy. In fact, struggle is guaranteed. Sometimes those hard places are just hard. In those moments, you find a hair tie, hope for a Caltrans angel, and keep moving forward. Why did we start over the mountain? Because hope, rest, and home are on the other side. No matter the challenge or distress, Jesus goes before us, and God goes with us. I'm still working out exactly what it means to journey with Christ. Wherever it is we're going— Whatever I'm supposed to be doing on the way, I just hope I'm ready. The title of this post is based on a song by Shane Barnard titled, When I Think About the Lord. Here it is. When I think.
think about the Lord, how He saved me, how He raised me, how He filled me up with the Holy Ghost, how He healed me to the uttermost. When I think about the Lord, how He picked me up and He turned me around. And he set my feet oh, on solid ground, and it makes me wanna shout, Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus, Lord, you're worthy of all the glory. Jesus, Lord, you're worthy of all the glory. 